Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Allie D. Today we're talking... Underwear. Natalie, what is underwear? Underwear is clothing items that you wear beneath your outer clothes. They are usually in direct contact with your skin, although they may comprise more than one layer. You can have multi-underpants. Mm-hmm. Multi-layers of underpants. Sub-underpants. <laughs> you know when you see somebody who has two middle names? Which one is the middle name? Which one is the underpant? I think the true underpant is the one that touches your skin. Yeah. I think anything that doesn't touch your skin and it's inside your clothes, that's just clothes, baby. T-shirts are considered to be underwear. Did you know that? Oh, so I do wear underwear. <laughs> I didn't realize that t-shirts were so casual that they're actually considered to be underwear. That's perfect. It makes it even more transgressive. Wearing like decorated underwear. Yeah, it's like wearing where they did the booty shorts and they said no, highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. That's basically every printed (laughs) t-shirt. I have like a serious t-shirt problem. I, I know I've probably mentioned it on the podcast at some point. Before. Yeah, and it's a serious underwear problem. Right. <laughs> so this is like my episode since t-shirts are underpants. I just have so many t-shirts and I can't stop buying them. It's because they're like 20 or $30. I know. And it's like every time I'm like, I got to have it. I'm not going to stop you from buying t-shirts because then I look at them. I get to look at them. You can't see them. Yeah. They're on you. T-shirts have always been like a major big deal thing for me. And I think part of the reason is because basically for my entire life, a main part of my job for my entire life has been T-shirts. Like the first job I got that was like an actual like job where it didn't destroy me to go to work was graphic design for T-shirts. And then when I started doing my own stuff, then I made my own shirts and then I do freelance stuff where I make shirts. That's like my main thing. It's all underwear all the way down. Right. It's just, a, it's, to me, it seems like a very funny thing to devote your life to because that's basically what I've done inadvertently. So I've devoted my entire life to t-shirts and then I spend all my free time and all my little spending money on t-shirts. I mean, you have to have something that you do that you like. It's always important, but in times of strife, it's more important than any other time. You have to have things you enjoy. T-shirts is like on a list of the only things I like. I mean, buying printed t-shirts is pretty fun. And then you get it and it's a t-shirt and it almost always fits. It's not like buying shoes online. Mm-hmm. Right. It'll last forever. I have t-shirts from like, oh, I got this like 10 years ago. I got this like 15 years ago. I'm still wearing that bitch. Getting dressed in the morning is like a Kleenex box though. Because I don't care. It's just like a giant bucket full of black. And I just go in and I reach it. Pulling out. <laughs> That's what we're wearing today. Who knows what's going to happen? Let's find out. <laughs> black t-shirt roulette. <laughs> One of the reasons you wear underwear is to keep your excretions from getting on your clothes. That is like the main reason to have undergarments on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it keeps your scuzz off your pants and off of your other parts. That makes sense. I mean, especially when you go back more than a little while, you think about how people really had trouble cleaning their ass off. <laughs> right, right. Let's be frank. The ass is the main source of the pants' trouble. <laughs> the ass is the main source of butt. <laughs> Pants are just a uniquely troubled item because you're really, you're fighting gravity with pants. It's not like a t-shirt. No, it's not. Or any kind of shirt. You know, gravity is on your side with the shirt. 
The pants, you're always fighting gravity because the way you take them off is the way gravity wants them to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you've got to have that whole setup. And meanwhile, you're trying to cage your dirt button. <laughs> right. You don't Number want that one, to get on stuff. It's a social contract. Put so that asshole away. Exactly. <laughs> Holster your weapon, sir. Right. <laughs> I had a friend once where we were drinking over his house one night and I guess we all got all all fucked up, but it was like extremely cold. It was the middle of the winter. It was like an ice storm and he got totally naked and was running around outside and he was gone for a while. And then I looked up and I saw that he was rubbing his asshole across the window. No. So that was the one time I think I, I saw someone's asshole like in great detail. Oh. It's, it's, a, it's, so, it's a social up. faux pas, but you know, what are you going to do? And up on the window, that's kind of National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> a little bonobo behavior. <laughs> It's not just social. That thing is just full of mud. And then we're not even going to get into all the stuff that leaks out of your sex organs. All the slimy stuff that leaks out of there. When they say, I contain multitudes, that's what they meant. (laughs) Right. That's all the stuff you're trying to keep off your pants. I'm trying to keep my multitudes off of my pants that are already having enough trouble (laughs) with gravity. You got to keep the stuff off your pants so you don't have to wash your pants every single time you wear them. And also so you don't get your secretions on the furniture. I mean, that's something we never think about. Like, if I came in, if I walked into the room and there was doo-doo on the couch, I would be very upset. Yeah, I would be insanely upset. (laughs) But, I mean, take it back a ways and, you know, it would have been more natural back then. Like, in the 60s. Yeah, right. Back in the 60s, people were playing their sticky assholes on the couch all the time. They (laughs) They would do anything in the 60s. They listened to Bob Dylan. They parodied the president. They tried to shoot another guy, but he just landed on the moon and came back. It's just, they would do everything there. And then that's why they used to put plastic on the couch, because they would crap on it sometimes. (laughs) Just for the hell of it. That's when they say, (laughs) when you talk to people and they're like, oh, back in my day, well, you had crap couch, brother. You also wear underwear to reduce the friction of your clothes on your sensitive areas. Uh, You could use it to provide concealment or support of your body zones, like with a brassiere or something. Hoist your parts up. And then you could also wear it as like additional layers, like if it's very cold outside. Like an insulated bra. Right. Or like long underwear. Or, yeah, no, I was going to say short underwear, but that's... <laughs> that's regular underwear. <laughs> some underwear, like t-shirts and some kind of sh- some kinds of shorts, like people wore them as outerwear, even though they're underwear. Some people have underwear that they could also wear as pajamas or a swimsuit. Oh, uh, there's nothing... There's nothing nastier than the swim trunks that are made out of like that plasticky material. And then they have little tiny underoos in there made of mesh. Uh-huh. That's the grossest setup. I bought a pair of shorts recently and they had those in them and I thought it was bizarre. I had never run into them before, but they were like running shorts. And they had the mesh inside. Mm-hmm. Even though they were like women's shorts. It was the first time I had seen them in so shorts you- like that. So you were supposed to bare butt the the running shorts then? I, don't I mean, know. if they put the mesh in there, that's what I assume. Maybe I should have tried it out, but I'm like, I like to keep my my zone sealed off from the outside world. Yeah, it's just me. 
my chassis doesn't like benefit from getting like truck exhaust blown on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tupperware, dude. You need to keep the lid on. It's fine. <laughs> Different styles of undergarments are like. Have you worn a jock strap before? Yeah, I've never worn a cup because I never did sports. But I've worn a jock strap, yeah. Did you have to wear it in gym class? Oh, no. Oh, gosh, no. You would you wear would, it for fun? You would wear umbros in gym class. Right. <laughs> umbros are kind of like in between underwear and shorts. Do they still make those? I don't know. Probably. They were just little silky, shiny running shorts and... All the boys would have them, but this was prior to the era of the long, silky basketball shorts. Well, yeah, you. But they were like short. They were you would wear short, like shorts. bike shorts under them. Oh, I wouldn't. Girls would. That was the style. Out back in the days when we would, you know, we had good songs like Tears for Fears, and we would parody Ronald Reagan, but it wouldn't work. <laughs> So what, what do you, you know, think about underwear in you, general? I think it's fine, Natalie. I'm I'm ruminating on this idea. I want you to think about this. So okay. everybody, all the time, it's the secretions. Right. It's just those fluids. Right. I think I've got an idea that might save us all a lot of time and effort. And you said one word earlier, which is a trademarked brand, Tupperware. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it made me think... What if I could seal the deal? <laughs> now, the butt is like the USB port because everybody's got the same connector there. So right. that one's easy. Right. And then you get a couple different parts for everybody's genitals. But what you do is you set it up. So you just, whether it's a pop on top, whether it's a screw cap, or whether it's like a Grolsch bottle, like a metal lever and a seal. <laughs> no, that's kind of what. I think <laughs> you just lock, you lock your holes down tight. Uh-huh. Seal them off. Fresh. At the end of the day, you take them, you throw them in your sink, you run the water, let the water get hot, you know, brush your teeth, the water's all hot, you soak, you soak out all your hole plugs in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Think about all the money you've been spending on briefs, <laughs> boy shorts, thongs, boxers, and long johns. <laughs> the whole plug replaces all of these. It's a niche market, but I think it goes deep. So I think this could be a million dollar oh, sure. idea. Garbage Brain University. Million dollar idea. You ever have that problem where you've got a fine pair of thin linen pants and then you realize, well, somebody, I've got my, I've got this really nice boxers underneath and they have a, they have fleur-de-lis. Because you're fancy. Yeah, because I got them in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. And, but everybody can see my fleur-de-lis under my very breezy, seasonally appropriate white linen pants. Sure. This happens to me all the time. Sure. Not with hole plugs. No. All you see is if somebody really... They can see some pubes. Really. <laughs> well, yeah, they're going to see pubes. <laughs> they, I'm just going to say they're going to have to really, really get up on it. And then they'll say, you plugging? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm plugging you, plugging, yeah. So what's the, what does the wiener plug look like? 
See, I think it should just be a little silicone hat, and you, like, spit on it and stick it on with the suction. Your dick is not going to leak anything all day. Do you remember those... Those half spheres, you would get them at gift shops, and you would turn them inside uh-huh, out, uh-huh. and then you'd set them down, you'd walk away, and like after five seconds, they would flip the right way <laughs> yeah. out, and they would jump up in the air. I mean, I the basic system is just based on that. That's exactly, only it has so to be all of our... taller to go farther over, over your wiener, so it doesn't fall off. It can't just be like a jaunty half the tip thing, because that would just fall off. You yeah, have to... yeah silicone but this they're already making knockoffs of it they've already started the factory (laughs) we can't give away all the details your wiener would never drip on anything and if you wore it with your underwear your underwear would be clean forever also oh underwear protectors that's what they'll call the knockoffs our name brands are gonna be called hole plugs with a z H-O-L. Yeah, with a bar over the hole. Yeah. So people don't... So otherwise people would call them hall plugs? Hole <laughs> plug. If the ladies hole plug, could we make it so it is like something kind of like a hard material, like plastic, so when you sit down like on a picnic table, it makes a clicky noise? Oh, absolutely. Like a dog trainer. Yeah. <laughs> a good idea i think we would make a million dollars off of it easy yeah just start twenty dollars but twenty dollars you wash it in the sink every night and you never have to buy underwear ever again now yeah and here's the thing is you could go the cheapo route and you could sell it at bed bath and beyond and it would be like 5.99 but what you would do is you would get one of those little instagram sites one of those little websites where, where you scroll, the, the all the shit scrolls the wrong way, and then the little things slide around, they reveal other elements and CSS, and you're like, wow, who made this website a wizard? <laughs> we'll get one of the, I don't know how to do those, but we'll just, we'll, <laughs> we'll get somebody to do that for us. He's getting a WordPress skin. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes plug in your underwear website yeah it's just like Fortnite. you just you get a skin you do a dance it's it's everyone's gonna be clicking when they're sitting it's gonna be the new thing gonna sound like hitting a trash can with an aluminum baseball bat (laughs) this is so this is gonna require a lot of pressure to trigger that little element huh it's going to sound like kicking a fender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to sound like when you're uh, when you back into the gas pump at the gas station. Oh. Uh, so people call underwear a bunch of different stuff. Underclothes, underwear, undergarments. Intimate. Intimate apparel, lingerie, mangerie. The list goes on. <laughs> I just made up mangerie. <laughs> Somebody's probably already said it about the one that looks like your dick is an elephant trunk. Oh, that's my favorite stuff to look at on the internet periodically. It's like finding like the men's catalog. What's it called? International Mail. Oh, the stripper Something like one. that. The stripper, the, the dude stripper clothes. Yeah. Like the metallic blue bikini briefs with the hole for your balls to fall out of. Yeah. <laughs> 
all of them seem to violate the prime directive, which is to prevent secretions. Right, right. I mean, your balls don't leak anything, so it's fine. You should, you should let them hang out. It's cool. It's cool with but me. But you also are trying to prevent friction on your sensitive parts. I'd say, and this is something I've been, I've been taught, I've been in negotiations for years with the Wu Tang Clan, lobbying <laughs> against them. That I honestly, and I think this is as succinctly as I can put it. Uh, if I gave you the choice, if I said I'm gonna slap you in the neck, you'd say, "Why would you do that?" And I say, "Hold on, you're gonna say yes to me slapping you in the neck." And you'd say, why would I do that? And I'd say, well, the alternative is getting slapped in the balls. Will you say slap my neck? Well, Wu-Tang should protect their balls. <laughs> it's just something that's bothered me and they'll never admit it. So that's all the little underwears where they have... I don't think the one where it's just like rings going. Anything that's just made primarily out of like metal. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff is underwear technically. No, I don't think so. Huh? That's all like... Cock and ball torture. Accessories. Yeah. Yeah. We used to sell this thing called the Gates of Hell when I worked at the the porn store. Uh, and it was basically like a leather cage that you would lock on your balls. It had like a cock ring that went around your cock and your balls. I'm trying to remember the configuration. And then it had like a series of rings that went all the way down your wiener that were all hooked to each other. And then you could like chain them all up together and then put a lock on them. Well, the whole thing is like, you know, those cast iron puzzles they sell at Cracker Barrel? Right. It's just like that, only your dick's in it. (laughs) (laughs) So in Australia, they call underwear Reg Grundy's. What? Or Reginald's. Why? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like local slang to me. (laughs) Reginald's. (laughs) Why? I I get Reg Grundy. I mean, I would imagine that's, I mean, Reginald Grundy was probably some guy and then it rhymes with undies. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like if you said, if you were buying a car in Australia and then you said, would you like my John Hancock? They'd just be like, mate. They wouldn't, it's just a very local... And then they would say the C word. Is that the only place where they call underwear something different? Everywhere else, (laughs) it's just... In the UK, they call them smalls and unmentionables. Unmentionables? They call them smalls because apparently in earlier times, they referred to their underwear as small clothes. Oh, small clothes. Okay, that sounds very Middle English, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Small clothes. Have to within with mine small clothes until midnight. <laughs> In the United States, they will sometimes refer to women's underwear as delicates because of the recommended watching cycle or because they are delicate. Not my underwear. I've never hand washed a pair of underwear. I've never handled my underwear with any care at all. There was a time when I I would just wear my underwear in the house and then it was just like I was walking around the yard too much and stuff and then I realized I have to wear clothes. You know, you might say, well, you kind of came to that conclusion backwards. And yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were walking around the house in your underwear all the time. Yeah, it was for a while. You know what cured me of it is there was a knock on the door and like I... I mean, I'm not, uh, I don't really have any kind of issues, like, with my body or anything. So, like, I, I don't 
care. I don't think about it or whatever. I don't ever feel the need to, like, cover up unless I think it's going to, like, be rude to somebody. Mm-hmm. One time I just, like, you were at work. I was just working from home. And there was, like, a knock on the door and your mom just walks in. <laughs> and she made fun of me later. Mm-hmm. Like, he was wearing his underwear. Well, yeah, yeah I live here. <laughs> This is my primo place. <laughs> I think that what eventually cured you is at some point I was like, you know what? You're out in the front yard in your underwear, bro. You should probably like, there's delicate old people around here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just can't handle all that schlong in the front yard, bro. You need to bring it inside. <laughs> and also functions to protect everybody from your schlong. Yeah, right. And you don't want a bird to get it. <laughs> you need to keep, like... <laughs> you gotta make sure, like, no what animals if, are gonna try to get it. What if Reggie Grundy in <laughs> Queensland was simply a mate who had his dong pecked by a cassowary? <laughs> and that is why all good mates and lasses should wear their Grundies. Right. You almost became the American Reg Grundy. <laughs> Yeah. With the with the birds, some crow or some turkey vulture. It's gonna come after your dick out in the front yard. Yeah. Uh <laughs> they would say uh a mate nickered me pecker and I would say, Dude, where's my dick? <laughs> Dude, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> If you are in the United States, you don't wear underwear. They call it freeballing. We are a freeballer. Oh no, uh uh-uh. the the texture of the inside of your clothing, unless you're wearing like sweatpants or something, is just never conducive. You got to have a little bit of tight tightness, just so everything's not always swinging around and then rubbing. Right. You don't want to get a slow mo. God, what's it called? Friction burn? <laughs> Friction burn? Yeah. <laughs> a I, rub burn? No, when we were kids, they would say Indian burn, and there's nothing that's okay about that. Right, I'm no. Just assume, that's I'm not assuming it. it's, uh, I'm assuming that's derogatory. I'm assuming they're saying that a Native American would rub on your skin until you said, Al, stop. Right, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's Indian about it, but... <laughs> Neither did Christopher Columbus. Right. Brassiers are something that people would wear to hike up their boobs for support and to, like, cover up your nipple situation. Men's briefs are for the same reason. Like, they're there to support your nads. Mm -hmm. Hide your shame. Multi-use. Yeah, right. Uh, Corset is an underwear item that if you wear it, you you can alter the shape of your body when you wear it. By cinching it up. And then they also have stuff like spanks and stuff, which doesn't really alter your shape that much, but it sucks it in. Got that little hole in the bottom for your balls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The spanks pee hole is like a, such a bummer to me. <laughs> so what's... So- I refuse to use it. Okay. I'm with you. I refuse to use it because so there's t- no way I'm not going to pee all over myself accidentally. There's absolutely no way. I'm not going to ruin my night out by peeing on my underwear. I'm going to take them off to go to the bathroom. Thank you very much. Okay, so it's like, uh, it's just like a very tight support garment. It goes around your midsection, then it goes down your legs a little bit. Right. And some of them have like little 
snippy doos where it snaps to your bra to hold it up. I don't like those ones as much, though. But that's the gravity factor, see? Mm -hmm. That's finally, after all these years of everybody wearing pants, they said, just snap it onto your bra, dum-dum. Right, right. Well, so then there's a... How big is the hole? Now, when you say pee hole... I always imagine that it's the size of the diameter of a pencil and you just have to line it up. Right? <laughs> no. Because you're always... <laughs> no. Anytime you've mentioned it, you've been concerned. And I've been thinking, like, it's a very... Have you ever heard a Bible? Like, where you have to put the camel through the needle? Mm-hmm. That's hard, bro. No, it's, it's basically... The length of the hole is probably about as, as long as your vulva would be. Now, you've got your hands a foot apart. That is not... <laughs> That is not. <laughs> That's not. It's like, no, it's like four, five inches. And then the fabric overlaps like this. And so you have to like stretch the flaps open. So you're doing peekaboo. So you have to do. <laughs> so it's got two flaps that come in from the side. And you have to peekaboo them <laughs> and hold them open with your hands. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like that. That's like when they put the little. Where you have to do the maze. I mean, I'm sure you could just like really try to stretch your stretch your legs out to the point where you could just like open the flap all the way without having to get your hands involved. But there's no way you're gonna be able to make it through without peeing on yourself that way. I'm not here for it. <laughs> I'll just take them off. I'm, a- I'm not gonna wear them while I pee through the hole. Yeah, I don't go I, anywhere no, I where don't... I have to wear spanks anymore anyway. I don't give a shit. Well, it's good to think about it. Who knows what the future may hold? Uh, you know what? I really doubt that people are going to want to go back to being un- being uncomfortable all the time. It's just like when beards came in style, I was like, "There's, it's going to take a lot for them to get rid of beards because telling guys that they look good when they don't shave, you're not going to be able to convince them that they have to start shaving again because it's like a lot easier and a lot more cool to not have to shave your face every day. Like it would have to, it would have to be something crazy to convince like all the dudes that you can't have a beard anymore now because it, it's not stylish anymore. It would be, it would have to be something, somebody with a beard would have to do something really wrong. Yeah, it had to be like the Hitler beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly, I was thinking like, when's the last time somebody with a notable facial hairstyle did something really bad? <laughs> Probably that. Yeah. It's just like when jeggings and stuff were in style, it's, it's, it's like very hard to convince me to go back to wearing regular pants. Sorry, not here to wear regular pants anymore. <laughs> do they still do they still do jeggings? Jeggings are not a form of underwear. Jeggings are no. rare. Those are pants. Or like you not even jeggings, you know, like the jeans that have like stretching them. Stretchy jeans. Yeah, I think I was already off pants at that point. I don't think they're as common for dudes also. No. Stretchy form fitting jeans, elastic jeans for men, never really <laughs> never really hit. Uh, it probably would make your balls look all squished. It would probably squish your balls. It would probably look bizarre. Now, you gotta... Here's the thing. If you're dealing with balls, you gotta have... You can have whatever fit you want on your legs, but you gotta have, like, some some wiggle room right around, like, the top of the pants. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have some wiggle room. You can't pinch that stuff up. It's very sensitive. Have you ever... Uh, have you ever got a t-shirt and you put it on and you're like, oh, this neck's a little tight on this t-shirt and then you wore it the rest of the day? Just, it's my Wu-Tang theory. If your pants, if you if you got your balls squished and they were squishing and squishing, you wouldn't go 15 minutes before you took it off. Protect your balls. 
<laughs> so the first kind of underwear people ever wore was a loincloth. And that was probably also the first clothes that people ever wore. That was first things first. They were like, I got to protect these two things. Mm-hmm. I don't like when rocks get in my butthole. Yeah. I solve this problem. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time, and then I'm going to drop it, Natalie. The first caveman is walking around, and he's got his his deer, and he killed it. And he's, like, fashioning the antlers into all these different things and all this. And he peels the skin off, and he's like, Skim, I could use this for something. And he goes to the clear crystalline lake, and he looks at himself, and he is like, I've only got enough deer hide for one thing. What am I going to do? He stretches it into a long thin strip and wraps it elegantly around his neck and says, I must protect my neck. <laughs> it didn't happen. He put it on his dick and balls. Right. His butt. And his butt and vulva and everything. <laughs> that's where you need your loin. Right. That's your, that's, that's your loin area. Uh, so the first, the oldest loincloth they ever found was from about 7,000 years ago and it was made out of leather again it doesn't mean they weren't wearing them before because that stuff rots yeah and they could have very well have been wearing shit made out of like leaves right woven stuff yeah flax oh hemp hemp yeah and they grass i mean i'm sure there was a leather stuff Prior to 7,000 years yeah. ago, it just fucking rotted because it was made out of skin. Mm-hmm. Especially when you consider the time when people maybe weren't as good at making leather as they got to be. Mm-hmm. That stuff would have rotted immediately. The simplest form of uh, loincloth is just when you take a piece of cloth and you put it in between your legs. And you pull it up and then you wrap it around your waist. Like a caveman's diaper. Right. Uh, there's uh, another one called a cash sex which is like a triangle of cloth where you fasten the triangle between your legs and over your genitals. And so that that is probably closer to a diaper. That's more, it sounds like a French word. Probably more like one of those black napkins you get at a nice restaurant. And then you could also make one cloth that's just like a skirt. You just wrap it around. And women basically didn't wear them as much. And if they wore like skirts and stuff. So it was so it was like a penis thing. Yeah. Penis and balls. <laughs> so it's time for a quiz. Do you like it? Let's do it. Say thank you for the quiz. Thanks for the quiz. <laughs> Okay, I need to pull up my, my reference here so I can see what the pictures look like. We're going to do a quiz. I'm going to tell you the... Uh, I'm going to tell you the name of the underwear and you tell me what they look like. And I'm going to tell you a whole bunch of different kinds of underwear. Okay? All right, let's get it. Long underwear. Uh, that is form-fitting and it goes... It covers the whole torso and the shoulders and it goes down... It has sleeves and goes down to your wrists, and then it has, like, form-fitting pants that go down to your ankles. Right. And then if you're in a cartoon, it has a butt flap. Butt flap. Actually, I would like uh, some pajamas with butt flap. You'd be afraid to pee out the butt flap. I would, but I would still have it. <laughs> I bet you I could find some other stuff to do through the butt flap. 
<laughs> Go on. What's the next thing? <laughs> Undershirt. That's like a tank top. It's like a form-fitting ribnet tank top. <laughs> okay. A t-shirt. I think we all know this one. <laughs> I, do I have to describe? Would you like me to describe yes. the t-shirt? Yes. I was thinking for the one you got a, right before. A t-shirt is... A garment that covers the shoulders, the upper part of the arms, and the torso down to the waist. Bikini briefs. Those have strings on the side, or they have very thin strips around the sides. And then the rest of it is just briefs, like a section in the front and a section in the back to cover your butt and your genitals. A bikini brief. I don't like them. I'm not here for them. A G-string. G-string is underwear that is, uh, it's just a waistband, and the front has a very small section for the, for the frontward genitals, and then that tapers down to a very thin strap, like a spaghetti strap, that attaches to the back of the waistband. What about a C-string? This is awful. I only know about C-string because of writing my blog, Worst Things for Sale. This is a little wire armature, and it's got fabric on it, and it just kind of wedges itself in your butt. There's the end of it that wedges in your butt, and then it comes up and just very barely cups your genitals in the front, but it does not cover your ass cheeks or anything. Correct. Uh, tanga. Oh, you thought I was going to be all G-strings all the way down. I'm all G-string all the way down. <laughs> My daily driver is the one that's got the string of pearls. <laughs> got a string of... It sounds like I'm a Newton's cradle when I walk mm-hmm. up the stairs. Mm-hmm. I, Tenga is like... Uh, I don't know. Aren't they like briefs? What are they? Uh, cross between boy shorts and uh, thong. So they have like a little bit more coverage, but they also still go up your butt. How about a thong? I think it's generally like briefs, but it just tapers down in the back and it instead of covering your ass cheeks, it just aims to go between them. Like tapers down, but it's not a string like a G-string. It yeah, has it's a like little a more narrow. fabric. Yeah, yeah. That's right. How about a T-front? Oh, I don't know what T-front is. That sounds like something cool Keith says. Probably. <laughs> Ladies with T-fronts trying to show me their G-fronts. <laughs> uh, T-front are like G-strings, only it goes up your front also. Uh, the string of pearls. Yeah. It goes all the way up your chotch and all the way up your crack. I didn't know that there was actually a name for that setup. That doesn't sound very practical. It just leaves your lips flapping. It doesn't do anything for you except for make you have a string up your butt. It just it just seems spiteful. It's like you're being spiteful toward an, a requirement that you wear underwear. What about a bra? A garment that deals with breasts. <laughs> uh, boy shorts. Form-fitting underwear that goes around your your waist, but they have a little bit. It doesn't cut in under your thighs like briefs would. It goes around your legs, so it has a little more fabric. Yeah, they're like low rise, and then they have uh, there's more leg fabric going on. Uh, how about tap pants? Isn't that just like a little shorts? 
Like extremely short shorts. I didn't realize those were underwear. Yeah. They're underwear. Panties. That seems like a very generic term. We've been going really specific. I think very many of the things you listed were panties. <laughs> Such as boy short. <laughs> Tenga. <laughs> T-front. <laughs> a T-front is when you do a T-pose. <laughs> Only it goes in between your <laughs> pussy lips. <laughs> That's why these kids like Fortnite. <laughs> You guys skip panties. It, it's a super set of tango, boy short, bikini <laughs> brief, T-front. Boxer briefs. Just the the thinner, generally thinner cotton or, uh, or cotton poly blend. And it's got an elastic waist. It gives you a little bit of support for your swingers. <laughs> right. But it's got a little leg, but it's not too, it's not too much material. It's not hard to cram into your pants. Right. I said when when I first started going out with Drew, he left a bunch of his clothes over at my house, and I used to wear a pair of his underwear like they were shorts, and I used to keep my cigarettes in the fly. It worked. It worked pretty well. <laughs> it was like a perfect pocket for my for a pack of cigarettes and a lighter. Yeah, and I never played the maze games. You were safe. <laughs> uh, trunk briefs. Trunk briefs. I mean, I, I know what briefs are. I don't know what trunk briefs are. Those are the ones that you have on right now. Don't you have your pink ones on? No, I no, I changed my clothes oh. since I saw you last. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's the box of briefs, only they're short, shorter. Natalie has, every once in a while, she'll go to the store and she'll come back with a novelty pair of men's underwear. Party pants. Party pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're irresistible. Like the hot pink ones with pineapples all over them. Yeah. That, yeah, Get that's real funny. Yeah. I thought they were funny. I thought they were great. But I was like, you definitely need to wear them. I think they look good. It's just like when you're saying with the t-shirts, I, I wear the great t-shirts and you get to look at them all the time. And I, I had to, mm-hmm. if I'm going to have to see your butt in the house all the time, then we're going to dress that sucker up. <laughs> <laughs> Sass it up. Midway brief. Pivotal underwear in World War Two. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. Long-legged brief. Long-legged? Mid-thigh brief. Long legs. So longer than boxer brief? Yes. Wow. Boxer shorts. The classic teenage boy pick, especially when we used to wear baggy pants. You get those big baggy boxer, those elastic ones, very loose legs, just a sort of very lazy hole in the front, almost like they forgot to sew it all the way. (laughs) It's the perfect grungy underwear for the grungy times. Yeah. Uh, Briefs. They have an elastic waistband and unlike Bhutan, they protect your balls. <laughs> a lot of um all the boomers love them. The boomers love tidy whitey. Yeah. That's what they love. In my opinion, there's nothing unsexier a man could put on than tidy whiteys. It blah, blah. It just it has a very it's like old man slash diaper yeah. appearance, unfortunately. Yeah. And unless they're brand new, they're always going to look dirty. And if they are brand new, it looks like your mom just bought you underwear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about a jock strap? 
a very thick elastic band and it's got a pouch on the front for your for your equipment your sports equipment and then it's got two elastic bands that go up the back and i guess the elastic bands just hold the cup in but it kind of the way they're angled kind of makes it seem like they're trying to sculpt your butt a little yeah yeah so have you ever you never answered me you said you wore a jock strap yeah. but you said it was not for gym class no. Why did you wear it then? The doctor, I thought there was a perv aspect to this, but I was like, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just going to do what the doctor tells me to do when I got a vasectomy. Oh, yeah, that was cool. I liked it. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> the doctor was insistent that I wore a jock strap, so I went and bought jock straps. It wasn't something that I owned. I got a two-pack of jock straps. I was like, great, what am I going to use this other jock strap for? I don't remember, I think... Use it for a Halloween costume. Go oh, as jock strap. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> no, there was something he was he was adamant about, about having it all jock strapped in place. And I was like, you're the doctor. So He's like, you got such swinging nuts, you need to make sure you keep them steady, boss. Unlike the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> uh, so, do you know what the most specialist kind of underwear is? What's the most special? Temple garment. Oh, shit. Now, this is the Mormon. This is like the most official kind of underwear. I don't know exactly what it is. I've never, I've never learned about it. Tell me about it. It is the Mormon underwear. And so people who are part of the Latter-day Saint movement who have been like fully inducted, I suppose, or joined the church fully or whatever their final sacrament, their big deal sacrament is. Once they've done that, they get the special underwear and they got to wear them. They're supposed to wear them all the time. So, okay. And if you want to go into the temple, you have to be wearing them. So it's church mandated underwear. Yes. So do you get it from the church or you do you get it from a private manufacturer? You get it from a private manufacturer that is affiliated with the church. There is a company called the Beehive Clothing Mills that was originally responsible for making and selling them to people. Now they are standardized and you purchase them through church distribution centers. And it's called Beehive because Utah is the Beehive state, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. In order to buy them, you have to give your official Mormon record number. And so they have to check and make sure that you're a Mormon to, to buy them. And they have to have that on their on their order in order to be able to place it. Oh, shit. So you have a separate social security number as a Mormon? You have a Mormon security number? <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's like official Mormon number, like the endowment number. The number they got when they went through their final boss level of being a Mormon where they got assigned underwear. They also got a number they would use to purchase the underwear with. Hi, welcome to Mormon. Can I have your <laughs> Joseph Smith golden tablet card, please? Mormon underwear, you cannot get Tanga. No. So originally the Mormon underwear was a one piece outfit that went from your ankles to your like all the way down to your ankles and went to your wrists and it was just like a onesie and the crotch was open. So you would pee like like a spank. You would have the pee hole to pee through the hole. And 
all of the garments, even to this day, have marks. Originally, they were snipped into the cloth, like they were holes. There was like a reverse L shape on the right chest and a V shape on the left side of your chest and a horizontal snip at the navel, like all these like particular holes in the underwear that were like symbolic now they still they still have those markings but now they're stitched in but originally they were cut into the fabric and so they had their big weird onesie with the pee hole eventually they modernized it and so now it is i will find a picture for you long shorts are those are those two separate pieces that's the men's underwear and that's the women's underwear and it is two separate pieces. So it's a shirt and pants. Uh, the men's pants go down to the knees. So it looks the, like the well, women's, women's do too. The women's do too, yeah. And when women wear the women's temple garments, they will wear their bra over it. That doesn't seem comfortable. That seems weird. And what is that? Is that like cotton linen? Yeah, something like that. Regular cotton fabric. It's like nothing special. And so they have all their little special underwear. They have to get it from the special special place. And then if they throw their underwear away, they have to, before they throw their underwear away, they have to cut out the little symbols that are embroidered on their underwear because I guess it's, like, illegal for them to leave them intact because then you're putting a sacred item in the trash. And what do you do with the symbols then? I don't know. I would wait a Save week. Them. I would wait a week and I would put just those in the trash. <laughs> Yeah. And if anybody <laughs> asked me if the elder came creeping around asking me why my Mormon L is in the trash, I'd be like, head extras. Yeah, but they're supposed to wear them all the time. Even if they're like out in the yard doing yard work, they are supposed to be wearing those underneath their clothes. All the time is all the time, baby. Don't tell me what kind of underwear to wear. Some people really need somebody to tell them what to do. I think there's an idea in society. We've seen this for years and years, and now as campaign season is approaching, people will put signs in their yard and they'll say, 2020, any functioning adult, it just betrays the fact that what most people want is a dad. They want the country to have a dad. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen because if you close your eyes and think of the best dad you would ever have, they would never drone bomb weddings in Yemen. Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us think that shit's brutal. (laughs) (laughs) And we think if our dad did that, it would kick ass. you learn today about underwear sometimes all you need is a string of pearls and a dream Mm -hmm. god wouldn't that like wouldn't that hurt to sit on i would imagine i don't think you wear them to the office i really don't have any proof that anybody has ever actually worn the underwear that's the string of pearls maybe you should get some you should get a jock strap that has a string of pearls holding it up in the back a jock strap thong pearls a jock strap pearl g-strap Thong, yeah. <laughs> Pearls up the butt with the ball support of a fine jock strap. Sports up front. <laughs> Ele- glamour in yeah. the back. Elegance. Elegance. Pure American elegance. That's you. I am pure American elegance. You know what else is pure American elegance? Hazel Technologies, purveyors of chemicals to allow you to mail fruit. And Harlem Township, Ohio. Did you know they invented the pearl jockstrap in Harlem Township? No, they didn't. They did that in Franklin County. 
right here where I am right now. Harlem Township, they invented the C-strap. C-strap? No. They invented... The D-strap. The D-strap. <laughs> the D-strap is Harlem Township's invention that is the underwear that is a belt that goes around your dick. And then you wear two things around your legs to hold your dick in down position. Oh, <laughs> downward facing dick. Yeah, right. That's stays like down. ancient. Gets down, stays down. <laughs> it's like a Vedic tradition. I yeah. love it. So if you haven't already, <laughs> join us. This episode was suggested by folks on our Discord. Missy. Missy, thank you. And uh, if you want to suggest a topic, join up patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Hop in the Discord. You can leave topic suggestions. You can play GeoGuessr with us. Hop on in there and we do live listens. In fact, if you're listening to this, you may be missing out. Everybody syncs up and we all listen to that episode at the same time. So make sure you get on that and we'll talk to you again very soon. Love you. Bye. Goodbye.